Hello and welcome to Alessandra's Angle, a show about positivity and self-improvement. We'll be featuring a variety of topics from motivation and inspiration to life hacks and leadership insights. I'm Alessandra Cavaluzzi and I'll be your host for this podcast. Join me each month for tips and information on how to transform your reality for the better. It's never too late to change the path that we're on. And there's no better time than now to rewrite your story. Are you ready? Great. Then let's get right into today's show. Hey everyone, it's Alessandra. It's been a while since I have posted a podcast episode. I've been promising that I would be back and here I am. We are now in November. It's hard to believe it's November and we are uh, here one day away from, in the USA, um, Thanksgiving. It is the day before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve. So we are preparing our meals for tomorrow with our families, which will be slightly different this year due to COVID. We are limited in the number that can gather and we want to be mindful to follow all of the guidelines and be safe as we head into the winter season soon. So we want to make sure we're taking every precaution to be safe. If you are in the USA, I want to wish you and your families a very happy Thanksgiving. And for all of our friends around the globe, be safe, be well, and be sure to follow the guidelines. We want everybody healthy and happy for the new year in 2021. So today's episode, I had left off that I would be doing an episode on creativity, but with everything that's been going on lately, um, all over with the round two of COVID and here in the USA, our recent elections, which are still in flux, uh, presidential elections still uh, in the process of being finalized, there's a lot of transitioning and changing going on. So I thought this episode would be great to focus on managing transitions and change for a number of reasons. Also, uh, another reason that I've been away, I've actually returned to school to obtain my Bachelor in Business Administration in Human Resource Management recently. I want to focus my career on something that I'm passionate about, which is human resources, working with people, developing people. It's something I've always loved to do and have uh, reflected upon uh, my path and my career and where I would like to see myself focus on in the future and decided that that is the area that I would really love to pour my energy and my passion into. And so I've been pretty much tied up with school as well the last couple of months, which is why I've been a bit absent on the podcast front, but here we are. And so let's jump right into change. Change is something that happens quickly. It happens fast. It's something that happens usually without a transition period. It's just today it's one thing, tomorrow it's something else. Transition, on the other hand, is psychological. And this is something that happens in phases. And it's a more lengthy process. It's slower. And it takes people a longer time to adapt. It's something that, when managed properly, can help people come together and be successful and be better and implement a change much better and more successfully in an organization, in a company. If managed poorly, it could lead to absolutely disastrous results. And it reminds me of a book. 
and I want to focus on that a little bit today from William Bridges called Managing Transitions. It was written for the business world and how to manage through changes in an organization, uh, but you can actually apply a lot of the concepts to personal situations. So I want to focus on that because this will, this will actually benefit you, whether you're a leader in an organization going through change in your firm and managing your people through it, or whether you're dealing with change in your own life, whether it's transitioning to a new career, whether it's transitioning to a new presidential administration, as we are uh, here in the United States, whether it is transitioning through any other period of time or situation where you may find yourself challenged or struggling to cope with the many different things that are coming at you from all different directions. So let's start with how we do that. So understanding first that every transition, every change starts with an ending, something that's ending, and then the new beginning ends with the new beginning. So it's kind of the opposite. It starts with the end and it ends with the new beginning. And that period in between, according to Bridges, is called the neutral zone. And that's where most of the damage happens because the neutral zone is where people are kind of in limbo. The, the, the old isn't exactly done yet. We haven't shut the door on it yet. And the new hasn't yet begun. We're kind of in limbo, kind of in the in-between stage. And no one really knows what's going to happen. And this is the period of time where leaders and organizations need to be really on the ball. This is where the communication needs to come in. People need to have the facts. You need to be very close to your people to get a pulse for what they're feeling and address their concerns. Otherwise, this is the period of time where rumors are most likely to spring up and people start assuming assumptions are made. The rumor mill goes in full speed and reactions, people react to it. And it could be very detrimental to what you're trying to accomplish. It can impede the successful transition over to a new, whether it's process, whether it's new business model, whether it's a product launch, whatever it is, it can have very, very negative effects. Same thing with people in their personal lives. If you're going through something and there's no communication, people assume they make assumptions, people act on their assumptions and their emotions and sometimes react in a way that they wouldn't had they had the facts. So you can really apply it to everything. So understanding again that when something is ending, typically what people are feeling are denial, shock, sometimes anger, according to Bridges. There's a lot of frustration and stress going on. There's high stress levels, uh, you know, a lot of ambivalence going on. People are not willing sometimes to let go of the past. There are people that are comfortable with the way things are. They are fearful of what the future may bring. They like what they do, or maybe they don't really care for what they do, but they are comfortable in it. They're secure because it's the known. So something that's known is secure. So when you announce that there's going to be a change again, whether it's a policy change, a company change, a departmental change, or any other change, people have to deal with that shock of, wow, this is not going to, the thing that I know today is going away and it's not going to be here anymore. Then it's, okay, this is what is going to be in the future. So you announce what the end game is. Here's where we're going. 
But in between, there's this, okay, we need to transition to that. And that's where people get all anxious because there's a lot of skepticism. There's a lot of sometimes resistance to acceptance, resistance to the change, whether it be they don't like the new manager, they don't like the new boss, they don't like the new company organizational layout, they don't like the new leader, whoever that may be. And so there's a resistance to it. And lack of information and lack of facts and lack of communication on behalf of the leaders as to what their intention is and what the benefits will be as of the change. And also the lack of empathy toward the people who are feeling the stress and anxiety and ambivalence and shock and they're going through denial. That also adds to the negativity and the resistance to it. So the other thing we need to also remember that whatever the situation, whether it's personal or whether it's professional, empathy is very important. Understanding that people are feeling what they're feeling is important. Discounting people's feelings as trivial, as overreaction, as being, you know, you're a big baby or the term that lots of people use today, which I don't particularly care for, stop being a snowflake, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, is very, very damaging because people's emotions are real. People's emotions are important. They should not be discounted. So as leaders or as colleagues or as friends, siblings, parents, uh, significant others, whatever the situation is, we need to acknowledge that the person is feeling real emotions. It's real. This is not someone overreacting or being overly dramatic. And this is where communication is key, whether it's professional or personal, finding out exactly what the person is feeling, talking to them, having them express their feelings and listening, not just nodding to, you know, yesing them to death. And, you know, while they're talking, you're thinking about something else that you'd rather be doing, just listening to what they're feeling and then helping them work through it. That's very important because when there's that lack of communication, that is, as we've said earlier, and as Bridges talks about in his book, that's when the rumor mill starts. That's when people start assuming, making assumptions that either you don't care, there's another plan in place that doesn't include them, the trust starts eroding, and then we have bigger problems. So communication is key. Communicating what it is that you want to do, not ridiculing the people's emotions or the past, respecting their attachment to the past, but helping them to understand that no one wants to erase the past. In fact, it's positive. It's something that is actually making way for us to move to this new, great new thing, whether it be a new phase in a relationship, whether it be a new chapter in a, in a firm's existence in their history, opening up a new location, changing the layout or the org structure whatever it may be, not trying to erase the past, respecting it, respecting what it is and the value that it brought to the current situation and what it, it contributed to us moving in this new situation. And that's how you help people to sort of embrace the change and move on to the past, to the present, rather to the present, move on from the past to the present. So. Working again with the neutral zone is very important. And then of course, 
when you move into the, the beginnings, the new beginnings, there are people that are going to be enthusiastic about it. There's a lot of hope around it. They will stand to gain from it. That's when it builds hope. Uh, people have hope for the future. They understand the importance. They're more likely to embrace and accept the change. And there's still going to be skepticism, but you can manage that. And again, the communication is what's the key to it. So for me, I look at this as any situation where there is, you know, we've all gone through it, where there is a, a, something happens, a challenge hits us. And whether it be you, let's say, get laid off from your job and now you're in the middle. It's, uh, I've been in that situation. You get laid off from your job and there's that period in between where you're looking for work and you don't know exactly what's going to be. You have all these feelings about your past and where you were and you liked where you were. Unfortunately, a situation came up where you were forced to make this change. And especially when it's not something that you wanted for, in other words, you didn't leave on your own. If it were up to you, you could be there forever. But a situation comes along, whether it's an organizational restructuring or a downsizing or positions being shifted around or eliminated or a particular office closing, you know, a branch where you work may be closed. Uh, that absolutely happened to me in the past. We had a office uh, back in the day. I worked for a loan company and their office closed and they merged all of the other branch offices to the corporate headquarters, which were in Connecticut. And the other corporate headquarters was in Sacramento, California. And so you had a choice of where to move and me not having, you know, my family rooted here in New York was very difficult for me to make that choice to move to Sacramento or Connecticut. Uh, and so all of us in that branch office sort of were on our own out of a job. Uh, and it was difficult because we all loved where we worked. We all loved the people there, but you find yourself in a situation where now you have to look for a new beginning. And it's very easy to fall into that place of what if, what if I can't find a job? What if I don't have money to make ends meet? What if I'm not able to, uh, find something better? Um, all of those things go through your head, but working on managing that and talking to people and networking with people and using your contacts and your friends and your colleagues, uh, family to help you through it is what's really important. And that's what helped me get through it back then. And that's what I think everyone benefits from is communication. There's, you know, I keep going back to that because it is a very important thing and something that we need to remember that communication is key clarify a lot of things that otherwise would not be so clear and where we would normally jump to conclusions. So, uh, let's think about that. Uh, let's keep that in mind and let's always focus on the positives and whatever you do eventually, of course, you know, things will work out. Uh, I, I mentioned a while back in one of my other podcasts, Dale Carnegie always used to say that 90 over 90% 90 of the things that we worry about never come to pass. So a lot of times we occupy our minds with things that will never happen. And we play out all these disastrous scenarios in our brain that we say, oh my gosh, I'm going to be out on the street. I'm going to be penniless. I'm going to be homeless or 
I'm going to fail at this presentation or whatever it is, or, you know, I'm going to get up there and talk in front of my colleagues at the meeting and I'm going to be tongue tied and I'm going to trip over the podium and fall flat on my face. And of course, none of it ever happens, but we stress ourselves out thinking about it. And it's just human nature. And I'll give you another example of me in that situation. So I mentioned that I just recently went back to school to get my bachelor's in human resource management. So one of the classes that I'm taking is statistics. Now, <laughs> if my friends are listening to this, they're laughing because they know that I, since I was a child, was not fond of math. In fact, I was actually not very good at it. And um, I guess since my early experiences with it, you know, like if you have a bad experience with anything in life, you tend, it tends to taint your feelings or your thoughts about it moving forward. You always have those negative feelings associated with it. And that was me with my relationship with math. So when I saw that one of the classes that I had to take was statistics, I literally was breaking out in a cold sweat, just thinking that I had to take this class. And I would talk to uh, one of my best friends on the phone and say, I'm going to fail this class. I just know it. This is, I'm not going to be able to do this. And she would say to me, well, you don't know. I mean, how long has it been since you've done the math? And I said, it's been forever since I had to take a math class. And I'm terrified because I just suck at math. Okay. I just not good. So, uh, I was terrified of this statistics class, if you could believe that. And long story short, you know, I had all these nightmare scenarios of failing the class not being able to do the problems, just thinking about it leading up to me taking the, taking, you know, starting school, I was really literally like almost having a panic attack over taking statistics. And wouldn't you know, the first class in my first semester that I had to take, dun, 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 statistics, right. So I just was in a panic mode. I said, I'm going to fail right out of the gate. I'm going to do terrible Every nightmare you could think of, you know, everybody in the class is going to think I'm an idiot. And long story short, not only am I doing great in the class, uh, I did terrific in it. Uh, I didn't uh, fail. I actually was surprised at how quickly I was able to adapt and, and remember all of the things that I needed to remember. And I'm actually pretty freaking proud of myself for doing really well. So, <laughs> so there's another example of letting our imaginations run wild. And another example of Carnegie's uh, theory there that uh, 90% or more of the things that we worry about in life never come to pass. Focus on the here and now. And whatever the change is that you're going through, remember that first and foremost, what you're feeling is normal. So you're not a freak. You're not crazy for being anxious. You're not overreacting. You're not being dramatic. You're not being a baby, you're not being a snowflake. Everything that you're feeling, whatever the changes that you're going through is normal. You are normal, you are human. This is to be expected. If you are someone who is helping someone manage through whatever the change is, remember that what they are feeling is normal. It's expected. It's to be human. Have empathy. Listen to what they're feeling what they're telling you, the person understand that they are this period of time, this in between this neutral zone is where people cope with a change and that people have mixed feelings about it. They're feeling anxious. Uh, the person will sometimes have a lot of doubt around the change 
And having empathy and compassion and listening will help you to help them manage through it. Everything that they are feeling is valid and you should respect that, respect their attachment to the past, even if for you, it may sound a little silly. It may sound overly dramatic. Know that what they are feeling is real and you should be respectful of what they're feeling and help them to work through it. And if it's employees you're dealing with, understand that a lot of times people are going to be resentful. They're going to be protective of the past. They're going to have a lot of self doubt. You may see dips in productivity. You may see more chatter. They may call in sick. All of because, again, the stress, the anxiety has physical effects as well as mental effects on people. And particularly if their role is going to be changing, if they are going to be perhaps in a new reporting line, taking on new responsibilities that they didn't have prior, that are unknown to them, something new, it's going to cause a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. And so as leaders, you need to be cognizant of that. You need to have your finger on the pulse of what your people are feeling and you need to tap into that and have honest conversations. Transparency is key to maintaining trust and to building hope and to ensuring that people are able to embrace the change with as little resistance and stress as possible. So that is very, very important. And, you know, otherwise you're going to see that there will be a lot of polarization. There will be a lot of confusion and it makes your organization very vulnerable, vulnerable to, you know, losing your competitive edge to say the least and uh, opening up a lot of issues where it just weakens your organization overall. And no one wants that. Every leader wants their they're firm to be strong, to be productive and to be successful. And so this is how one of the ways that you can help that to be by helping to, uh, help your employees manage through different changes. Okay. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that, uh, it helps you in some way. Again, a great book, Managing Transitions by William Bridges. It's written for the business world, but a lot of good things in there that you could take away for your own personal use for your own life, whether it's you going through change personally and understanding that everything you're feeling is normal. And that if you are feeling anxious or you're feeling unsure about something to talk to the person, whether it be your significant other, whether it be your family members, whether it be your boss, um, talk to the person who is responsible for this change, let them know how you're thinking, what you're thinking, how you're feeling. And if you're the other person on the other end, supporting the people who either work for you or who live with you, making sure that you are there, that you are respecting their attachment to the past, that you're respecting what they're going through during this transitioning period, this neutral zone uh, and understanding and supporting them and showing them that they're, what they're feeling is valid, that you recognize it as being valid and that you're there to help them to answer all of their questions and help them to move through this transitional phase to the new beginning, whatever that new beginning may be. Okay. So I wish you all again in the USA, a very happy Thanksgiving as we kick off the holiday season. May you and your families be blessed and have all good things in the new year. And to all of our listeners, 
around the world. May you all be safe. May you all have a wonderful week and I wish you all the very best and I will talk with you soon. Please do subscribe if you would like to these, this podcast every month. And if you have any requests, you can send me an email at ascavaluzzi at gmail.com and definitely let me know what you would like to hear in upcoming episodes. And if you have any comments, feedback, those are always welcome. Thank you and have a terrific day. Ciao for now. A reminder to connect with me on social media, on LinkedIn at Alessandra Cavaluzzi, on Instagram at Alessandra Cavaluzzi, on Twitter at A Cavaluzzi, and I'm also on Facebook, but on Facebook, I'm under a million dollars in change. That's the name of my book. So that's where you can find me there. So let's connect. If you'd like to sign up for the Alessandra's Angle newsletter, you can go to my website, alessandracavaluzzi.com. Click on email updates to receive the latest newsletter, or you can just drop me a line. Let me know what you think of the show and what you'd like to hear about in future episodes of this podcast. Until next time, remember, the journey to your new reality starts now, and you have to believe in order to achieve. So believe in yourself. <laughs>